So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, on Monday, it's the anniversary of the table knife being invented. On Tuesday, we explain how the tradition of the two-minute silence originated in Cape Town. On Wednesday, we recall the day King George III proved he was assassin-proof. On Thursday, let's all eat cake. It's Marie Antoinette's wedding. And on Friday, we discover how Buffalo Bill helped invent the Wild West. We discuss this and more on Today in History with the Retrospectors. Ten minutes each weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. In the future. Who will decide how our story is told? What swagger he had, what style? <laughs> no, grim. 1770 was grim and it's better now. <laughs> Who will be there to record in uncomfortable detail the curious moments in history that should never be forgotten? Well, the fact that he had a painting depicting her with five breasts in his office that he occasionally threw darts at. I mean, that doesn't seem like yeah, the sort of thing that you naturally do because you hate somebody. <laughs> now we have the answer. And their names will be celebrated in every country on every weekday, except some bank holidays. The speedboat was piloted by a womble. Look at this and marvel, I murmured to Johnny Walker. You will never see anything like this again. They are Ollie, Rebecca, and Arian, otherwise known as the Retrospectors. Wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to, for Formula One's sake, the sprint race of F1 podcasts. Much shorter, but um, not much happens. Welcome to, for Formula One's sake, the shitty tarmac of F1 podcasts. Very slippery, we are. Haven't been laid properly. Wait, that sounds wrong. Ahoy now, we can we do your driveway. You <laughs> can't be doing that's <laughs> definitely race. Welcome to, for Formula One's sake, the unexpected gusty wind of F1 podcasts. Everybody listening totally expected that. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to, for Formula One's sake, Valtteri Bottas thinks even we're better than him. He's lost all confidence now. Yeah, now, but this time last year, he'd have still thought that if he'd have had a podcast, he'd have been like beyond the grid, but now he's got down to our level. I'm G. Gerard, and no confusing regulations are going to change that. Nor will they stop me talking about the Portuguese Grand Prix, which was probably the worst race of the season so far. Although we did get to see some more Hamilton Verstappen scrapping, which was fun. We're going to talk about that, Bottas's attempt at keeping his non-existent championship hopes alive, and probably some other stuff too. That is all to come. Joining me is a freelance motoring journalist who is turning into a Luddite. It is Phil Tromans. I'm going to go all consumer motoring journalist on you here, because that is largely what, largely what I do. I've been driving a car this week. I've had a Volkswagen Golf GTE, uh, which is, by and large, a very, very good car. But everything in it, apart from the steering and the pedals, is basically controlled by touchscreen. And I've come to the conclusion that touchscreens are not as good as buttons and dials, generally. Why? Just they're not as easy to use. They're much harder. You prodded it. While you're driving, you can't flick things. You can't, you've got to look to see what you're doing. You can't feel it. It's rubbish. It's much worse than their previous system. And I was thinking about this as well. And it's a shame I don't have a state of the F1, uh, whatever it is you call it, uh, Terry. How long have you been doing it? Um, 16 years. I reckon. You know the fact that Raikkonen crashed into the, uh, into the back of Giovinazzi because he was fiddling with a switch or something? 
Imagine if he'd have had a touchscreen. Would have been even worse. He'd have crashed straight away. And I think there should be Wait, a penalty. Why be logging in? Yes, exactly. I think there should be some... You genuinely have to log into cars now. Like, it says, welcome, you haven't... You're welcome, guest. Do you want to create an account for your car? No, I don't. I just want to use it. But I think that if there is a... Um, it, uh, there should be, like, a success penalty where the more successful you are, the fewer switches you're allowed and the more touchscreens you have to have. And I think that would liven a lot of things up. That's my rant. That's all I... I've done nothing else this week. I just wanted to rant about touchscreens and how shit they are. Was the car good, though? The car itself? Yeah, really good. Just anything other than driving it, really annoying. And alongside him is a man who is tired, hasn't got a tattoo, and has sand in his fucking keyboard. It is Terry Saunders. Right, the last one isn't a euphemism. My new uh, Apple laptop, the, you know, one of the new M1 ones, that's state of the art. Yeah. It's got some fucking sand under the S key, under oh. the fucking S key as well. So oh, Terry, was that, was that from the beach? From the fucking island. Oh, oh God! No. <laughs> Um, I haven't got a new tattoo, not because of the <laughs> the sheer bombardment of tattoo hate that came on our Twitter feed from people saying, don't get a breakup tattoo. And I should have, I think I explained last time, it's not a breakup tattoo. It was a tattoo I was thinking of getting anyway. And then when the breakup happened, although not a breakup, we had a row apparently we weren't going out, according to her. I found out last week. Anyway. <laughs> well, you see, you're still talking. We, we talk once. It's more kind of shouting. And then it's, uh, we've not talked since. Wow. She wants, she wants I, her books back. There's a podcast in this. There is. It's a Formula One one where we don't discuss Formula <laughs> One, we discuss my love life. So, I don't have a tattoo, not Called because... Fucking <laughs> Terry. <laughs> On not fucking Terry, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't tonight, I've got some sand in it. <laughs> well, no, I don't have a tattoo, not because of you fuckers, but because of... Corona has shut all the fucking tattoo parlors oh, in no. Germany again. Were you so not, my, t- were you not tempted to in. try your own? You've got, you, you, I mean, you're quite a creative guy. You've done some screen printing. That's pretty much the same thing, isn't it? I, I mean, I give it a go. You, you say that like a joke. I think no. I would. Yeah. It's just like airbrushing, isn't it, those. probably? It's just like stabbing yourself repeatedly <laughs> with an inky needle. <laughs> yeah. get, yourself a, get yourself a biro and a knitting needle and do yourself a prison tattoo. Yeah. That says Ural Kali down the side of your arm. It just has bits of sand. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, I'm also very tired because I didn't sleep last night. I've I've been working again and um, not used to it, if I'm honest. And <laughs> I couldn't. I could literally had like two hours sleep last night. So Phil, I know that you've had a baby. Well, my wife did, but yeah, yeah, same same difference, really. Very, yeah, explain. exactly the same. To be exactly honest, the same. Yeah, and Shared I understand pain. that when you've had a baby or your wife's had a baby, you're very tired all the time. Yep. So I'm expecting some sympathy for that one time that I haven't slept well. <laughs> Is it a bit like the last, however, how long, how old are you, baby? Uh, 15, 15 months. Although, in fairness, she does, she does sleep quite well, so I don't feel like I can be too harsh on you. But there was a time when she wasn't. There was a time when you were oh, drained. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. That's yeah. Oh, I no, yeah, I mean, still still drained. Still hard work. Yeah. Just that's never, how I feel it now. Never, never stops. But I feel like that now, but I've got no joy to show for it. I just was up watching YouTube videos till four in the morning. What you could do is watch YouTube videos of babies giggling, and that will make it all worth it. I'd have to do that through a VPN. <laughs> More on that later, or maybe, <laughs> or maybe already. <laughs> I don't think our advertisers want that image in there. Chica, I, I almost, I almost dread to think, but what have you been up to? Last weekend, just before the Grand Prix. 
I went with Tom to get his suit for the wedding. Oh, the wedding yes, with capital that's T, capital right. W. And um, the bit that really stood out for me was not the suit. Um, it was the fact that when he went to go and he was trying the suit on and the woman that was in the shop, we hadn't really spoken yet. Um, and she said to me, she didn't ask anything like, you know, when is the wedding or anything or what is it going to be like? She went, do you like his mother? <laughs> <laughs> as what? But, as, a, as a fallback? Because she had a mask on. I thought she said, you're like his mother. Oh, well. And so it was just this like, what am I turning into? Wow. It yeah. just really killed it oh. for me. To be I mean, there's a whole load of Freudian stuff to unpack there. Since we've been doing this podcast, you have really aged. <laughs> yeah, I know. When we started, you, you were talking about vodka shots in a peanut factory oh, where everyone shat on the floor. Yeah. And now you're getting measured for suits and being compared to your new mother-in-law. <laughs> I'm proud. Yeah. Welcome welcome to our age. <laughs> Says the guy in Berlin getting dumped on a beach. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to talk about it this week. I'm over it. I'm over it. Jesus. One friends, have you ever yearned for a reliable VPN service that may or may not be connected to watching TV from other countries? Yes. Well, then I'm you in need... Germany. <laughs> Did I mention? Well, Terry, then you need Clear VPN. Clear VPN is the first effortless VPN for a secure and personalised online experience. And especially the Formula One season, Clear VPN has introduced the Watch F1 season 2021 shortcut. So you can enjoy the championship with the best speed regardless of your location. It is available for free in the app only on the days of the Grand Prix races. To tune in, activate the shortcut on the app with just one click and enjoy the race. And by using our link, you let ClearVPN know just how great we are and help us make more episodes long into the future. What be the link, <laughs> tell boy? <laughs> that wasn't forced at all. <laughs> <laughs> to get the link, you've got to cross my bridge. <laughs> When I say bridge, I mean internet router. And when I say internet router, I mean my IP address, which is 192.168.2.1. And the code you need is my.clearvpn.com forward slash code, code, code. There is a link to that in the show notes if you didn't get that. Phil, are there any T's and C's? Yes, valid F1 subscription is required. That's my.clearvpn.com forward slash code. 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 <laughs> this is difficult with the delay. Code. 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 Code of Code Hall. Right, we can't be expected to do all the work around here, so let's hand over to you, the lovely listener, to tell us the latest from the crazy world of Formula One. There was a race, you know, in Portugal and something's happened, although judging by your comments on our Facebook page, nothing very exciting. Anthony Bishop said, if you just started watching F1, you might not come back for a second GP. A great race, but only if you follow the subtleties. Ian Michael says, the highlight of the GP for me was the skybox restarting itself and giving me five minutes to stare at the blank screen and imagine an exciting race. 
Christine McCalla says, Algarve is the best 60 lap nap I've had all season. Will Bowen says, positives, great to see leaders overtaking on track, negatives, after lap 20, there wasn't much happening. Was it a good race or not? Discuss. Yes. Yeah, no. it was all, I mean, it was the least good race of the year, but it was still all right. I enjoyed but it. But if you think back to, I don't know, Hamilton and what's his name, 10 seconds in the lead of every race a few years ago, if you'd have said you'd have had a Mercedes and a Red Bull overtaking each other twice for the lead on track to, to lead the championship, that's fucking exciting. And that was exciting for about yeah. 20 seconds. But I was watching it thinking, I don't know why I'm so bored because this, <laughs> this is an exciting race. And yet I'm really fucking bored. I, I genuinely nearly text you to say, is this really boring or am I not concentrating? But then I, I, I was worried you, you might say, for God's sake, it's it really all, good. You guys have been spoiled by all the Liberty Media razzmatazz that's come in with all the fancy, <laughs> fancy shenanigans. We had some good racing. It was good fun. There were some, love, some lovely camera angles, really showed off the, uh, the ups and downs of the track. Uh, there was some overtaking. There were two cars that were almost as fast as each other, and two drivers, three, two drivers, and then another driver in also a similar car who wasn't as fast. Um, it was good. A couple of was there a spin? That was probably a spin. It was a Russian guy a we can mock car. at the back. Yeah, it was a safety car. It's a nice safety car. Sounds good. It's good. You don't look convinced. It was. It was just boring. <laughs> Where was? Do you remember? You don't. You don't know boring. Wait till Monaco, then we'll see what boring's like. Is Monaco happening this year? I can't remember. Yeah, probably. Or you probably say this not. every. You say this every episode. And I'm always right. <laughs> while Hamilton and Verstappen were slugging it out, it's easy to remember that for a while at least, Valtteri Bottas was winning, having started on pole. But once Max and the Ham sorted themselves out, they both overtook him. So Phil Williams says, you've got to feel sorry for Bottas. It's like a decent Sunday league defender taking on Ronaldo every weekend. And Richard Stevenson said, Bottas is slow, has zero racecraft, and it's quite frankly embarrassing that he still thinks he can duke it out with Hamilton. To whom it may concern, Valtteri. Matt Ward asks, what is the point in Bottas? Not good enough to win the championship and now proving he's a terrible wingman. He's had long enough to prove himself worthy. He should just be there to help Hammy win another title. And Stuart Forsyth says, it was the quintessential Bottas performance. Pole, fastest lap, told to hurry up by Toto. P3, 33 seconds behind Hamilton. He can rest easy for another six races until he has to do the bare minimum performance again. Ooh, harsh. Um, Oh, I don't know. I mean, I thought, uh, so Matt's point that he's said he's a terrible wingman. I think that's harsh. I think he's he held Verstappen up in the lead for a bit. Didn't he? Probably. Um he held Hamilton up in the lead for a bit. And if then he was a good wingman, he'd he have came third. second. Yeah, he came he'd third. Yeah, but it's Verstappen in a pretty good Red Bull. I think, you know, once you accept the fact that he's Valtteri Bottas, he beat Perez. But I don't think Valtteri Bottas accepts the fact that he's Valtteri Bottas. No, he does. no, no, he doesn't. He's, that's why he continually tries to reinvent himself every year. I presume but, next year he's going to get himself a fancy hat or a handlebar moustache or something. But. but the thing is, I don't think he has this year. Like, I haven't heard any of that bombast this year. So I think <coughs> he's admitted to himself he's shit. <laughs> I don't think he's shit. He's just up against two really 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 good drivers okay compared to the two really really good drivers he's up against he's, he's shit all, he's all nice nah, all right no he's all compared right. to them he's, he's right. shit 
you know, he's 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 probably better than me. No, I no, can't no. I can't prove that, but you know, you'd have to think that okay. he's had a bit more practice. Let's imagine there are three drivers in the world: Hamilton, Verstappen, and Bottas. Yes. Which of those would be the shit one? That would be Bottas. Thank you. But then you've also got to remember that there's also Mazepin. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like saying, um, I'm very tired. Oh, the me of 10 years ago would have come out with a real good quip then. Proper zinger there. That's like saying, <laughs> in front of a packed house. That's like saying the me of 10 years ago was funnier than the me now because he had yeah. more sleep. Yeah. It yeah. Wasn't Did he have more sleep? Broken. He probably did have more sleep, to be fair. Okay. Less tattoos yeah. to book. <laughs> Fewer. You do have to say that, yeah, Bottas. No, 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 I, no, no. I hope he's enough. I quit. <laughs> I fucking quit. You've had enough of accuracy and uh, grammatical correctness. Oh, sorry. I've had is it grammatic- <laughs> is it grammatical <laughs> correctness gone mad. Fuck you. Away from Portimao, the big news of the week was that we are going to get some new fancy, fancy sprint races on a Saturday with the results with the results forming the grid for a race on Sunday. Paul Hinton wants to know, how on earth a sprint race is going to work at Monaco? Shelley Craw- Crawford asks, why bother with a sprint race if there's no reverse grid, where Hamilton and Verstappen have more points? Right, so... so talk, talk us through this. How exactly is this going to work, please, Phil? Well, so, there's been something that's been touted around for a while. The idea that you should do something something to mess with the format a bit do something a bit more fun try a few things it's the end of the it's the end of the generation of cars it's all new again next year let's mess around with some stuff and see what happens um and they came up with some ideas and everybody argued and nobody would back everything and so what they've ended up with is this compromise which is essentially the idea that at three races this season you will have a short sprint race on a saturday which will follow qualifying as we know it now on a Friday that will form the grid for this sprint race they'll do probably about 20 laps, something like that 100 kilometres and then the results of that race will form the grid for the main race on Sunday and the top three in the sprint race will get uh, 3 points, 2 points and 1 point, so there's a couple of little couple of little incentives, not only to get yourself a good, uh, good, good grid spot for the proper race but also you know a few points in it here and there um, and this is going to happen at uh, the British Grand Prix and the two Italian. others. The Italian, Italian and then they've pentled in the Brazilian Grand Prix, which probably won't happen. Yes, so not cars. Monaco, Paul. Sorry, slash, thank God for that. Well, they've um, even, even Ross Braun has said, even if they bring it in, it won't be a every race thing. It'll be a kind of every now and again. Yeah, so it's kind of like a, I don't know, a little little treat for everyone every now and The trouble is, as far as, I mean... First of all, I applaud them for trying something new. I'm always up for trying something new. It might not work. Are I, you? Yeah. Because I've seen you order food. <laughs> yeah, not, <laughs> not when it comes to food, but in other, unless it's dessert. <laughs> yeah, no. Crazy. And this is like a dessert of a this is like a dessert of a race. It's not the main Sunday lunch. This is this is a little uh, little bit of eaten mess. And boy is it Phil, a mess. Phil, how do you have your Sunday lunch? <laughs> On a plate. But what do you have? What do you in an ideal world, I'd have some sort of roast. I'd have roast potatoes, normal potatoes, a uh, small selection of veg, and a load of gravy. When you say a small selection of veg, which things would you insist they didn't put on the plate? Cabbage. No, the best one to ask is, how, how do you like your burgers, Phil? Medium rare. 
And what do you have with your burgers? Cheese. And a bun. Bread. Ketchup. <laughs> the end. No, no lettuce or onion. No, or no, or no, or no. <laughs> Why would you sully your burger with those things? You are, you are the single lap qualifying from the one. <laughs> Boring and unappealing. Whereas this, this is like a fucking loaded burger. Is with it though? Ice cream this, on the side. Is this not just everybody wanting different fancy dishes and not being able to agree, and in the end they compromise on just some gruel? Which because is what I a loaded don't, burger is. Because a loaded burger has got all this shit in, and when you bite down on it, you're going, I just can't taste this. Yeah, which is no good, which is why my burger is the best burger. Um, I don't really see how this is going to work. Like, I mean, I see technically how it's going to work, but I don't see what difference it's going to make to much, really, because... Most people are going to have no incentive to push hard because they don't want to make a massive mistake and end up crashing and therefore be right at the back of the grid on Sunday. There's only three points in it for a win. I mean, maybe if it's the last race of the season, you know, if it does go to Brazil, then it's near the end, then they're like, ooh, we need every point we can get, maybe. But I don't think people are going to take it particularly seriously. I also don't think, with no strategy at all, there's no pit stops, it's just like, go. I mean, what are they going to do? They're not going to be able to particularly overtake there's going to be no crazy strategies going on but maybe they can if they're on like soft tires that can last 20 laps but they're all they're all going to be on the same tires so unless we have an overpowered drs because the whole point of drs is it makes it really difficult and we we know that's a fine art to do and when people are on the same tires it's almost impossible still to overtake mm. I, I i i'll give it a go i'm in favor of messing about with it i was like yeah try a reverse grid but they didn't want to do that but I don't have I particularly think, high hopes for it. I think this is better than reverse grids. I no. think reverse... No, 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 no. Let's hear me out. Hear me out. Reverse grids are a good idea on paper, but we've got to remember that Formula One doesn't care about paper. It goes to whatever they can do best to win the race. So reverse grids would just mean they'd be going around really slowly and qualifying to get last. You just know that's what they do. Well, that's in the British touring cars, they they do a thing where, I can't exactly remember how it works, but it's like down to a certain position, they reverse it. But then exactly who gets pole within that reversal is decided by a draw by the winning driver of the previous race or something like that. They literally have like a national lottery machine. They pull it out and goes, it's fourth place, he'll start first, and then sixth, seventh, and then blah, blah, blah. Bring that in. Yeah. We need some stuff. I'm up for that. Get, Get Jason Dale Plato. <laughs> I mean, he's died. But, uh, you know, Jason Plato's around. Around, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Even better. Get Dale Witten's corpse. <laughs> on, on, on strings. Um <sighs> I, the, I just when you I'm hear the just, beep, think of the fun you could be having at the crematorium. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't watch. I presume that's a supermarket sweep reference. In other news, who loves Canada? It is a great place with some great things. Poutine, Terence and Philip, Jacques Villeneuve. What a country! But we're not fucking going there because you twats won't wear a mask for a bit. So we're going to Turkey instead because there are just too many human rights in Formula One. Yeah. Also, can I just say we can't be smug about not wearing a mask for a bit? No, I'm not. I'm not being smug. I'm saying if okay. everyone had worn a fucking mask, maybe the COVID thing would be over and we could go to Canada again. Because I like on. Canada. Philip. Just don't come near Kent. Philip Terence here. <laughs> <laughs> I've just oh, realised yeah. that we're, oh, yeah. we're that, those two off South. Park. Oh, have we never realised that before? Ah, oh, we should start doing bad Canadian accents and farting a lot. I do one of those. Ah, you've had it. 
There's a lot of people under 40 not knowing what we're talking about. But Oh, uh, South Park's still going. They must yeah. still have it. But going back to Turkey, I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of human rights countries from for F1, I suppose it's not one of the worst, but it's not one of the best. It's not as good well, as Canada. Uh, fuck human rights for a second, because remember, <laughs> last year, the Turkish Grand Prix Formula was One. weird. Yeah. <laughs> because they'd just redone the track or something, and it was a big car park, and it was a really slippery. Do you remember that? It was just really That's weird. right, and Bottas was terrible. Do you remember that race last year where Bottas was terrible? Mm. Nope, doesn't ring a bell. Mm. Um... It was actually quite entertaining last year. Was that the one where um, Fettel got a podium at the end? Was that Turkey? You you should know by now, Phil. Never well, the to clerk, ask a specific the thing of <laughs> me and Chica about a race. No idea. Uh, well, yeah. Julian Palmer. Was there even know. a Grand Prix last year? <laughs> yeah, I think there were seventeen in the end. Um, um, I'm just a bit sad. I quite like Canada. Just the place, Aww. the place, the track. They're a bit fucked with COVID, as yeah. is Germany. Just because yeah. you're sitting there in your British Isles with your fucking elections. Oh, and everything's vaccines. opening again soon. We've decided apparently everything's fine now. I yeah, don't think we should Liverpool. be. Things haven't really been closed here, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the problem. Uh, excuse me, can we stop having a COVID off, please? All right. <laughs> Everybody's fucked. Tell us how wrong we are. You can tweet us at for f one sake or find us on Facebook where we're for f one sake or email us at wrong at ff1s.com. Alternatively, if you think we're right, well then, please buy us a beer to reward our expert insight. By doing so, you can join these absolute legends who have contributed to our collective barrel since the last episode. David Sire, who says, is Mick Schumacher better than we thought? Or is marzipan just utter dog shite? Uh, thank you very much, David. Uh, yes, he is utter dog shite. And Schumacher is pretty good, I think. Both things can be true, sire. Yeah. My liege. <laughs> oh, yes. Katazina Gunia, he says, a pint for the one that got dumped on the beach. I'll buy your book one day. Oh, you'd oh. have to write a book. I am writing a book. To, songs Ooh. to the violin. Sorry, that was really mean. I didn't mean to... No, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, <laughs> Sorry. it's fine. You, you sit there with your happily married life. I'm not, you're... I'm not. Well, you're not happily married because you're arguing about I'm football. fucked off right now. <laughs> What's but the anyway, book called, Terry? The book is called, um, fucking Terry. <laughs> <laughs> How I imagine women in my life think of me. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Charrett, who says, worth it for the spaced reference Alone. Hey, somebody got my spaced reference last week. What did you say? Mr. Babylon 5's a big pile of shit. David Findlay. Thank you, David. Oh, thank you, Alex, as well. I didn't say thank you, but thank you for getting the spaced reference. David, yes, thank you. John Bankston. 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 Rhyming slang. Part of Bankston. And to our monthly donors, the greatest bunch of enablers we have ever relied on financially. They are Ian Cox, William Minor, Charlie Fraser and Jenny and Ralph Brynard. Join them, join them now by going to ff1s.com forward slash pint pint pint. Now, where are the teams? Ah, here they are. Phew. I was worried for a second. I mean, obviously, so it sounds crap when you say Phil's it like that. That's script. That's your shit script. I liked it that way. Now, that was good. Now, reading Terry's script he's written below, shit me sideways, the fucking teams have only gone and fucked it. So yeah. I'll let Matt choose. Pick, pick, your, pick the one you like. Which one he'd like. All right, we'll start with Mercedes. 
Hamilton did great overtakes. Bottas started in first, had exhaust issues. Other stuff wasn't going great. And then he came home in third. He did get fastest lap, though. So not all bad, right? Uh, no. Well, as we've previously discussed, not all bad for Bottas. It's just yeah, his... but he got pole position because, was it Hamilton <clears throat> and Verstappen had their laps removed? <laughs> yes. But he, in fairness, he got the fastest lap uh, because Verstappen had his fastest lap removed. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he would, but you, you know, to finish second and then get first, first you have to finish second or first. What? Yep. He's 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 fine. He's doing fine. But Hamilton and Verstappen are much better than him, and so it proved. Well done. Where mm-hmm. is Bottas in the championship? I don't think he's even third. Is he? No. Is he fourth. Who's third? Norris. Oh, we need to do our research more. Lando fucking Norris yeah. is beating Bottas. Lando Norris. Have we still got that T-shirt? Oh, I don't. We care. haven't done that for a while. Looking forward to those five new T-shirts. Um, I think Hamilton did very. There well. are five new T-shirts in the shop. There is plain white, plain red, plain black, <laughs> and plain grey, and Stoffel Ruffle, and Stoffel Ruffle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, got to take the bibs out. <laughs> what the fuck is going on today? <laughs> Why do they have to come out at half nine? Oh, that's just to remind me in case I'd forgotten to take them out of the machine because we have bibs that because she gets very dirty. The bibs get very dirty when she eats, so we have to t- take them oh, out. The every, we have to wash them every night. I thought you said you got to take the bins out. I thought you had an alarm to take your bins out. Oh, yeah, we, no, t- yeah, we have, we have da- daily bin collections in uh, in Sussex. <laughs> it's pretty efficient. Not like Germany. No, you're like wading through years worth uh, of litter. We don't have rubbish in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Nazis outlawed <laughs> it. No. <laughs> so Mercedes um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can't we can't just sit on tired old tropes from 70 years ago which uh, we haven't mentioned Bernie Eccleston once yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Hamilton did very well Hamilton well he now- did very well apart from that one well they both did very well apart from one mistake in this race I think mm-hmm. Hamilton's mistake in the race was when he wasn't paying attention on the restart and Verstappen got past him. And Verstappen's mistake was when he had that little wiggle just before the final corner and then lost speed all down the straight and Hamilton went past him. Apart from that, they drove exceedingly well, I think. Do you remember that episode in the Netflix series where Bottas was all kind of rebellious and was like, I can't remember what happened now, but he was just like, oh, I'm going to do it my own way and Verstappen's going to overtake me and that's kind of fine because I'm going to beat Lewis, blah, blah, blah. I bet this year it's going to be the same. This this episode is going to be him going, I focused all weekend on making sure that Hamilton fucked up behind me on the safety car restart. But then I came third. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, <laughs> you know, he got a good, he got pole position. He got a good start. He did the safety car start really well. It's just that he's not as good a driver. <laughs> and so maybe. Once it got going, the two other quicker, better drivers got past him. So maybe next year Bottas will be king of the sprint races because <laughs> it's always about on lap twenty one he gets bored. I mean maybe if he can if he mm. can put it you know we know, for all us giving him a kick in we know he's quick at least every single lap. This is not it's not really a massive surprise when he outqualifies Hamilton. You know on a single lap he's really fast. It's just in the race he's not quite as good. Um, and Hamilton is a seven time world champion. I mean if that doesn't say it all I don't know what does. <clears throat> he's now. Eight points clear of Verstappen as well. Yes. Um, I wonder if Verstappen will ever so slightly think of this as a, as a missed opportunity. 
because I, th- I think if he hadn't made that mistake, I don't know how close Hamilton would have been able to get because they were relatively stable before that moment, weren't they? They're just waiting for each it's, I think it's going to be a season where it comes down to these tiny little mistakes. If they're both on their game as much as they have been so much, with, with the possible exception of the mistakes they've made, um, it is going to be the little errors rather than one con, you know long continuous lack of form. It's going to be absolute brilliance and then ever so slightly not lack of uh, complete brilliance. And that will decide the championship. Which is why... When at the last race, Hamilton made a massive fuck up and still managed to finish second. Lucky that might win in the championship. Lucky bastard. Yeah, I mean that wasn't yeah. him. That was just him being a sporty git. No, totally. Mm. Well, speaking of which, Red Bull, Verstappen in an interview made it very clear that he didn't like the new tarmac, did he? And he didn't look as sassy and sure of himself on the track, did he? Why? What difference does it make? I didn't actually see this. I heard that he'd had to go yeah. to the tarmac, but I didn't hear why. Did anyone else? He was very bumpy. He doesn't like bumpy. It reminds him of his dad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> was that always said that it was bumpy? Was that his? Was that his worry about it? I think so. He's no, he bumpy. just said he didn't like the tarmac. He said new tarmac. Didn't like it. We well, didn't like the colour of it. I mean, it bit bitumen. I think quite oh. quite a few people said they didn't. That they, they thought the track was great, but um, or they always always liked the track, but the tarmac. New tarmac has been a problem. Whereas I, I think, personally really like new tarmac. I think the track to is cycle shit, on. but great tarmac. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I think it's a cracking track. I haven't tried the new tarmac, so I can't pass judgment on it. But wasn't it? It was super new last year, wasn't it? Because last year we had that weird thing at the beginning where everyone on the shitter tyres was better for the first three laps until the the, the softer tyres got warmed up. Oh yeah. And everyone went in a funny order. Like science was in the lead by like. The fourth corner or something. Um, so I don't know if it was more of that because I can't imagine they've had a huge amount of racing there over the past year. But I don't know. You know, everyone's everyone's on the same tarmac. Deal with it. Set your car up accordingly and just drive, you big Jesse. You have one job, isn't it? Just drive. It's a bit more complicated than that, I'm told. But <sighs> essentially, it, yes, it. that is it. And speak. They to also media. have media. Op- they have yeah. media duties. They have to do like <laughs> wacky games on the yeah. same. So tarmac. do we? Corporate we do sponsor, media duties. Sponsor things. Yeah. When I drive, anyway, I never drive. What is it? I can't remember. What is Rock going to do? Something like that. Back to Red Bull. Perez. Yeah. Uh, he was at the front for a bit. Uh, he was praying for a safety car so he could pit, be in a great position and then win. But there is only so much the Lord can give Perez. <laughs> he ended up in fourth. Is Bottas better than Perez? Well, we don't know yet, do we? I don't think. We haven't had No, the... I... Just... Tell me, just guess. Just what guess. do you think? Yes. I would say yes, I think he is. Yeah, he is. But he hasn't got <clears> to grips with what we know is a really difficult car yet. But fourth is a good start. I don't know if Gasly and Albon would have been fourth in their third race with the team. Were they? I can't remember. They might have been. They're I mean, right it was him. weird to think that all Gasly and Albon had to do was come fourth. Yeah. And Perez has managed just that. And it's still a bit disappointing because... Oh, no, I'll give him that. I, d- I did think there was one point where they basically they came on the radio and they said, um, okay, Checo, we're going to have to go target plus 10. Um, like, you're going to have to do 10 more laps on these tyres than we originally going to plan. And he didn't even bother replying. He was like, yeah, of course I can do that. The only reason I stop is because there's a pit stop. Well, you have to do a pit stop. He could go the whole race on a pair of softs if he wanted to. Not even four softs, a pair of softs. He's that good on his tyres. 
So, Perisoft. Perisoft. McLaren! I love Lando. He has finished in the top five every race this season. Yes, there's only been three. But last weekend, he was great. Ricardo came home with his trademark smile, moving all the way from 16th to 9th. It is still 9th, though, mate. Yes. Norris do really well. I have to say, I'm quite surprised. I always thought he was reasonable, but I didn't think he was brilliant. But I can't think of particularly any mistakes he's made at all so far this season. Has he? Well, yeah, well, he any? fucked up qualifying there was in the that last one. race because yeah. he could have got pole. Yeah, there was that one. Um, but this weekend, yeah, it's good. The McLaren's clearly the fastest of the non-good cars. Um, and he did very well. And Ricardo was all over the bloody shot. Did well on the Sunday, but from 16th, which was pretty woeful. And what was interesting after qualifying when he went out in Q1 was that he didn't seem to know why he was slow, which is always a bit worrying. Like if you if you've gone oh well I know exactly what I did wrong and I just fucked it up then that's one thing but if you're like oh I thought I did really well and then I was sixteenth no good but seemed to get it together in the race so who knows so there's a thing where they're saying that all the drivers that have switched teams this year are struggling because the first three races have been very hard to with tracks that they don't know very well or something something like that I don't care. But that's why Alonso and Perez and Sainz and Ricardo are a bit below par. And they're saying that Spain, the track that everybody knows like the back of their hand, will be the time when they get to shine. Oh, finally, we can have an exciting race at Spain, which never happens. Ferrari! Sainz is now 14 points below Leclerc. How long until he gets a verbal warning in Italian? I reckon they'll give him a while because they're quite used to having underperforming drivers. So they'll give him a mm. while, I think. He did have ropey tyres. What was wrong with his tyres? They were bad, and he moaned about them a lot. They were bad? They were bad. He had the wrong ones. Didn't he have softs and everyone else had not softs? Or other they, can't, they can't really have a go at him for that, can they? No. It sounds like their error. Unless he oh, chose them. Oh, no, that's right. Yes, they... <laughs> As they drove past them. They went to mediums <laughs> instead of hards, didn't they, from the softs? That's what no. happened. And the the car wasn't very good on the mediums. I mean, yeah. I mean, but they presumably do that to a certain extent based on feedback from the driver. So maybe he should have been a little bit more forceful in telling them what he wanted. I bet it was his fucking manager cousin going, <laughs> Carlos would be on the medium tyres, mate. <laughs> is, that, is that how he speaks? Does he talk like that? Yeah, he's an so, East End gangster, Spanish, isn't he? Spanish. <laughs> be a shame if so it was to happen to these tyres, wouldn't it? <laughs> I suppose you have just spent time in the Spanish, well, in Spain. The Canary Islands is Spain, isn't it? So you're you're more familiar oh, with I'm the accent. Oh, stop bringing it up! Oh, it's more the accent, the cultural experience, not the whole beach <laughs> sessions. There was no British people there apart from me and the guy that she went off with. Um, oh. Yeah, British. Oh. Looked like the guy from Cast, which made me feel a bit better. John Power? Yeah. Wow. Hello That's to all our younger listeners. <laughs> yeah. Probably his son. <laughs> Uh, I was trying to put, I think of a cast reference, but I can't think of any. I guess I'm all right. I guess you are all right. <laughs> I'm all right now, Jack. That's not I'm just, name. I'm just googling, by the way, because I don't know who this is. He sang the song. It's there a, she goes. Oh, yeah, it's a fine time. Well, no, he didn't. He was in the band, but that wasn't him singing. Oh, okay, he he was in the band. He was the in the Lars. He, he was the bass player in the Lars, oh. wasn't he? There she goes again, yeah. walking along a beach with that <laughs> that looks like me. <laughs> ah. Did he look like you? No, look, John Powers. Oh, right. 
I thought he looked like like, like the, the guy she ran off with looked like Terry. But did like, you see him? Did you meet bound. him? I did meet him. Yeah. Oh no. Oh. Oh, Jesus. that's very weird. He was very attractive. Uh, oh, well, in a John Powers kind of way. Oh, okay. Anyway, well, it, um, that, one person who I think did what not... What I like about this podcast is that <laughs> living in Berlin and having love traumas, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that an obscure British Formula One podcast isn't going to get listened to by anybody here. <laughs> well, you never know. If you're in Berlin and you listen to the podcast... It's going to be perfect. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Anyway, speaking of cast, one person who didn't have a fine time was uh, was Carlos Sainz. Le- the clerk. Le- what do you think good. about him? He's good, isn't he? He should just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should. Just, I wonder how much. Are we focusing too much on the Formula One and not enough on random references? I think no, this should be a, a cast podcast called <laughs> a podcast cast podcast <laughs> cast pod. Brilliant. Um, yeah, Luca looks very good. He's getting the most out of the car, and frankly, he's doing better than I thought the car would be capable of. So, where did he finish in the end? Sixth. Sixth. That's not bad in a Ferrari, is it? Mm. Also, though, quite bad in a Ferrari. <laughs> I mean, based on Ferrari at their, at their peak, yes, but based on Ferrari of last year, much better. True. So, yeah, fine. AlphaTauri. These boys were not getting on with their cars in Portugal. What went wrong? Uh, Gasly seemed to do all right, but the car, yeah, the car just didn't seem very happy, did it? Uh, Portugal it didn't seem to cope very well with the type of track it is, which is like twisty, low-speed corners, lots of ups and downs, and yeah, it didn't seem very good. But Gasly, I suppose, did all right with it. He got a point, tenth. But Sonoda, blimey. All over he the place. He definitely wasn't Suyesda. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, yeah. Let's move swiftly on. Um, is he still well, is he still your favourite driver? I kind of forgot he existed this week. <laughs> okay. Mm. Such is your fickle nature. <laughs> he was he was nowhere. He was fighting it was he fifteenth? Yeah. Five yeah. places behind his teammate. Couldn't seem to get I mean, okay, the car oh Terry's dropped something. Okay, the car wasn't particularly good, but he did nowhere near as well with it as Gasly did. It is only his third race. Maybe we should give him a little bit more time. But that's not what Helmut Marko will be saying. Helmut Marko, who actually, to go back to Red Bull quickly, was moaning about, oh, Verstappen's had a fastest lap, a win, and a pole position taken away because of this fucking track limit rule. And it's like, you think, there is one way around that. Yeah, stay Stay on on the the fucking track, track, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Aston Martin I had so much optimism for Aston Martin I love their green but it was another disappointing weekend qualifying did look promising with Vettel in the top 10 on the grid but when it came to the race they were just not that strong forest green that they claim to be which team has had the best first season in their existence ever Braun Braun yeah obviously Braun one season won the championship done that reminds me of my favourite okay. Twitter account ever. I'm going to see if it still exists. Because, let's face it, we're not really talking about the race. Is it at Phil Troman's two L's in Phil? Mm-hmm. No, it's <laughs> twitter.com. Oh, hang on. Twitter.com. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> twitter.com. One tweet Pete. <laughs> Joined April 2011. 
did one tweet on the April the 12th, 2011, said, everyone talks about going green lately. The only time I go green is on a long sea voyage. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Bye, Twitter. <laughs> and that's had 2,500 retweets and 4,000 likes. <laughs> I just looked it up. That is very good. Every now and again, I just look at that just to make sure he hasn't come back. And he never did. <laughs> Tremendous. I'm going to give that a like. Lovely. Yeah. Everyone listening, go and give one tweet, Peter, like. Uh, that's very good. Anyway, yeah, so Braun were the best first team in their existence. Aston Martin have not been great. I'll tell you who was better this this uh, this weekend, though. Sebastian Vettel. In a not great car. And, mm. you know, still not exactly four world championships, Sebastian Vettel. But, you know, out-qualified Stroll, out-drove Stroll. Didn't get any points, obviously, but um, it's all right. In a crap car. Yeah. Now they've got loads still. of money. This is what we said would happen. They've got loads of money and they can't. They know what to do with it. They only work well on like a shoestring budget. The thing is, when you look at the history of that team and you go, they copied the Mercedes car and somehow fucked it up a bit. And then there was a tiny rule change the next year, which entirely fucked their <laughs> Mercedes copy. It's not going well, is it? No. I think Lauren Stroll's about to start shooting people at the factory. Otmar Zafnara is on the way out. Yeah, of his helicopter. Wheels up in five. Alpine! Oh, hello, double points finish again. Great driving there from both Alpines. And next week, Alonso is going to be in his motherland. Will this affect his performance? Well, maybe. It was, I mean, he's... The car, the car seemed to work quite well, actually. For it's been shite for the first two races, but it seemed better um, at Portimao. But Alonso, well, they, Alonso was they, given a bit of a tonking by Ocon. They said that they've found a mistake in their wind tunnel. Oh yes, they had it on uh, suck instead of blow. <laughs> and you just hope that, that mistake has been there for the last six years. They went, oh, oh, you've got to press the red button. <laughs> Just been stood there going, shouldn't it be more windy than this? All the wind came from the top, <laughs> straight down. <laughs> um, yeah, or uh, well, it was really windy at Portimao. So now that maybe they've made a car that doesn't work well, maybe they've done like an anti Williams. It works brilliantly when there's loads and loads and loads of wind. Maybe they had it on too high a setting, their wind tunnel. It was like. Gale like winds. all men with power tools, just go straight to the max. Yeah. <laughs> Turn the wind tunnel all the way up, but it's better at this speed. It's no. more realistic. Fuck it. Cyril the beatball says, put it to ten. Yeah. But now he's gone. <laughs> or this. We be in. What? Uh, now they've turned it down. Uh, it's quicker. To about. Sieb- oh, hang on, I can't remember my French numbers. I don't do German. Eins, drei, vai, vier. Vai? What's vai? Eins, drei. Eins, vai, drei, vier. What did I say? You said ein, drei, vai or something like that. (laughs) Really bad. Just thinking about great guitarists. We thought Steve (laughs) Vai. He's great. Um, Esteban Esteban Ocon was a lot better than Alonso. And I did not think that was going to happen. I did. I've always had a feeling this year Alonso is going to fuck it up. Is it? Is he? Is he going into a sort of Raikkonen-style dotage where he's just? Yeah. He hasn't driven into the back of Ocon yet, but it can surely only be a matter of time. I've not even noticed Alonso yet in the first three races. But he's not complaining as much. He's not complaining yeah. at all, actually. In fact, I think he blamed himself for something this weekend. Oh my god! Oh no! Maybe that's concussion from his <laughs> jaw injury. 
<laughs> Maybe it's shaking, shaking some sense into him, but shaking all his talent away. He can either be nice and get on well with his team, and so potentially mm. increase his chance of landing a good drive, or drive well. Can't do both. Alfa Romeo. Things were looking promising for Raikkonen. And when I say promising, I mean he went up two places to match his teammate. Then he looked either into the sunset or down at his defined legs and made contact with Giovinazzi. How do you think Giovinazzi deals with anger? Shakes his hair like a lion. I think we need to go back to this um, fan slash fiction that Sheikha's written. (laughs) (laughs) Then he looked either into the sunset or down at his defined legs. And made contact with Giovinazzi. <laughs> From the rear. They contacted each other. Yeah, it's quite, isn't hands it? taking his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just kind of wondered why he got distracted. And then I well, got was, quite was, creative at why he got distracted. And then I thought he maybe was, he was looking to the sunset. And then no. I thought maybe he's looking at his legs. And then I thought... It's much sexier than that. He very was, muscly he was, legs. He was genuinely fiddling with a knob. On his oh. steering wheel. Uh, apparently, yeah, he was apparently he was changing a setting on his steering wheel, and the car didn't exactly react in the way that he thought it would. So he looked down to see if he'd done it properly. Always the way. And then drove into the back of his teammate like an absolute spanner. Um, yeah, rookie mistake. I mean, in fairness, it's only his three hundred and seventy-seven something race. So you know, he's he's still learning. Oh, he must be so bored though. Can you think of anything you've done three hundred and seventy-seven times? I mean, this seems like the perfect opportunity for a your mother joke, but I'm not going to stoop to that level. She is quite short. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm sorry, Matt. This is going to be a (laughs) base level one. I I don't know why he's still there, other than just to prove us wrong, because we have been saying now for six years that he's well overdue an exit from F1, and he's going to be there forever. I thought you meant Matt then, sorry. Well, Matt as well. I think he's just doing it to spite us. And so is Raikkonen. Matt's just been going through the motions for the last... Ever since Raikkonen went to Alfa Romeo, Matt's heart's not been in it. Yeah. You know, you know that time where he put the podcast on instead of Fern Cottons? It's just He was fiddling with the settings. Alfa Romeo look better, but will they ever be good? No, they'll always be Ferrari's B team. Okay. And they're not, they're not they're not a proper works team either. I don't think they I don't think the company is heart and soul in it because they're basically sauber. What I just found. Whatever you did, it crashed your oh, Berlin Berg. Oh, oh, don't. It's my boarding pass. Don't just burn oh. it, Terry. Not now. God, it's least got it's got props to show. Cover us. it in anthrax and send it to her. Um, <laughs> not wasting my anthrax. <laughs> she's from Russia. God knows what she sent back. Oh God. Okay. Um, no, I think they'll always be Sauber with an Alpha sticker on them, uh, unless they actually go full full works. And even then, because they're owned by the same company that owns Ferrari, I think, or they were, I don't know, I've lost track. Um, they'll, you know, be like Alpha Tauri and Red Bull. They won't be allowed to be as good. Williams! It was a great qualifying for Williams. Russell finished in 11th. Williams usually can't see the 11th position from how back, from how far back they usually are on the grid. But then on race day, it all went tits up. How much of this was down to the wind? Almost all of it. Yeah, because once so, again, they so designed a car Williams... that won't work in the wind. And it was really windy. So if there was no wind? If, if there was it was no, no wind, wind, 
which uh, apparently there wasn't really on Saturday. It wasn't very windy on Saturday. And, you know, all the drivers are on their own rather than stuck behind everybody. And Russell stuck it on 11th. Brilliant. Um, but then on Sunday, it was really windy. And they're in the pack, among other cars, disrupting all the wind anyway. And the car was basically undrivable, which I think everybody said at the beginning of the season is what would happen. So I think their only hope now is that they find a race where everything strings out and it's not windy. Maybe at Monza or something like that. Um, or some really long... What's the longest track on the calendar? I don't know. Um, Monaco. <laughs> that just seems like it. Um, no, it's uh, terrible. <laughs> I mean, really unfortunate. I mean, well done to Russell for... Um, for, uh, for for sticking it at 11th. That's really good. Although to and talk keeping about, his temper. Well, yes. to talk about Russell, if you've heard any of his interviews this week about last week... Um, <laughs> he still thinks he's right. He still thinks he's right, but he has clearly had a fucking bollock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? What, what, what's he said? He's just saying stuff like, well, you know, after the race, I realised that I'd said some of the wrong things and maybe actually it's more important that I should be thinking about the bigger picture and all that. And it's just like, oh, Toto Wolf has yeah. put his hat, his huge hand, his huge, firm Austrian hand <laughs> across your skinny, white, slender cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Got carried away a little. Um, yeah, but not. I once... do some. Uh, I do some flash fiction, porn fiction about Latifi, but I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> that's, that's half the attraction. Um, oh. The mystery, the Latifi mystery. Um, a man comes in in overalls and a helmet, and I say, "Oh, take the helmet off and go." Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Put it back on quick. <laughs> oh, Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> Hass. Schumacher finished in 17th, which is shit, but it was a minute faster than Marzipan, which is embarrassing for the Russian and frankly made the race for me. Schumacher did manage to hassle Latifi at one point. Sad when we're pleased for a driver for managing to get close to a Williams. He didn't just get it? close to him, he beat him. He was ahead of him. So Did he actually get ahead of yeah, him? Yeah, that's how bad Williams were, is they were beaten by a Haas. Wow. Um, so yeah, well, it, I was going to say the other way around. I was like, that's how bad No, it was worse. Haas are. It was worse. Um, I mean, obviously it was Schumacher that managed to pass, and, and it was the worst, the worst Williams. So it was the best Haas driver passing the worst Williams driver. But... Yeah, they, I mean, the Williams was all over the place. But, you know, fair play to Schumacher. Um, I can't remember which other podcast. Another podcast pointed out that he's on a bit of a poison chalice because he's in an utterly shit car and he's got an utterly shit teammate, which makes it very hard to prove yourself. But if you can beat a car that everyone recognises is, you know, an order of magnitude better than yours, then you're clearly doing something right. So, yeah, I think he did well. And he didn't randomly spin it, so that was good. Um, here's here's a, a scurrilous rumour that I have no idea if it's true but I read it on Twitter and it made me laugh so let's just repeat it <laughs> um, apparently Marzipan was winning the driver of the day vote and the FIA had to step in and cancel it <laughs> <laughs> is that true? I hope so I mean because he was so shit that I can imagine a lot of people went yeah <laughs> oh, I'm going to google it Portugal um, how long will he last do you think? Oh, years. He's, until his dad runs out of money. 
I mean, Marzipan. Yeah, I mean, his dad's going to buy the team. I think I'll be I'll be staggered if he doesn't, because I don't think Gene Haas wants anything to do with it anymore, because it's just been an unmitigated. The best time Haas had was in their first race, and it's just gone downhill from there. Yeah, really, just quit then. I've sold the team <laughs> to Marzipan. <laughs> yeah, um, the only reason Marzipan's there is because his dad's going to buy the team. Um, the only thing I can think happens is that if he's so continues to be so shit that his, his dad just goes, oh, I don't think I'll buy this team after all. Or he decides he doesn't want to do it anymore because everybody hates him. I don't know. Will they employ me as the driver next to him (laughs) to make him look good? Who will be more hated? I don't... I think (laughs) Marzipan would definitely be more hated, but you would be worse. Well... I think I'd be pretty yeah, charming. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I'd, say, I'd say probably half the people will really like Terry and the other half just won't Imagine in the interview pen after I've inevitably crashed out at the start, <laughs> they say, what happened? And I'm talking about, well, I got dumped on <laughs> <laughs> Then you use the C word repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> they won't even cut back to the race. It'll just be an hour of me going, and then I tell you what, he looked like the guy from Cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go massive surgeon viewers aged sort of thirty eight to forty five. Uh, brilliant. Which is all of Formula One's viewers. Yeah, that's, so no. No, that's, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Hot yeah, women I mean, though. Yeah. In, now that now that Formula Terry's one. on board. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. they'll be all over the place. All of which brings us to the standings with Terry Saunders. In first place of the championship is right in front of you. It's Lewis Hamilton. In second place, I'm never gonna get it. Oh, no, 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 I'm never going to get it. My championship is Max Verstappen. And you may ask yourself, how did I get here? <laughs> it's Lando Norris in third place. Me and Sergio down in the standings. <laughs> That's Bottas in fourth. No, je no regret rien. That's just the French thing I can think of, really, Clerk. Tell me why is Perez. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth and maybe to be able to drive a fucking car. That's Ricardo. <laughs> I'll be there, says Signs. King for a day is Ocon in ninth. Um, jumping Jack Flash is a gas gas Gasly is Gasly <laughs> tenth. Money, money, money is Lance Stroll. Too old for Alpine, too young to die is Fernando Alonso. I don't know what that song is. I googled it and now it feels like quite bad taste, especially if he dies. I'll be your long-haired lover from Japan. <laughs> Did you just replace quite... Liverpool with Japan? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even bother with the syllable wow. count. Could have done Tokyo if that's where he's from. Okay. Don't know. I presume that's Prefecture. Yuki Tsunoda, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. My <laughs> constructive standings haven't copied. In first place, this is to commemorate the sprint races coming in. In first place is Mercedes, who will be sprinting to the championship. But what other sports could they replicate <laughs> okay. from the Olympics? Second place, Red Bull will be tripping over some hurdles. Third place, McLaren, which has had a marathon since 2008. Nice. Ferrari. An egg and spoon race. Alpine, stuck in an avalanche. Alpha Tari, one of those Olympic sports you never watch. And in seventh place is that one where they ski, then shoot a guy. It's Aston Martin Ooh. being very James Bond and quite rich. Biathlon. That would liven up biathlon no end if they skied a bit and then shot at each other. In a Formula One car. Oh, skiing in a Formula One car. Actually, I've, uh, I've mm. uh, as an, as an anecdote, fighting Michael. I once saw. His, I forgot about this. <laughs> I once saw Roman Grosjean in a Renault driving up the indoor ski slope in Dubai, in person. Wow. Yeah. It went about as well no. as you'd expect. Although he didn't catch fire. So. 
Hey, I watched him do a IndyCar start and only lost one place on the rolling start. It was actually not well bad. done. That wasn't that wasn't the, the the weekend just gone by where everybody crashed before the start line, was it? Oh, I the, the race it. just this weekend, watch the highlights on YouTube. Literally, they start the rolling start, and before they even get to the start line, half the field have destroyed themselves. It's tremendous. Grosjean's settling in well. <laughs> <laughs> and now, for the man of the match of driving. Lando Norris. You can't have him. That's not fair. I'm stopping this, though. And now it's time for the State of F1 with Terry Saunders. Okay, they're here. The qualifying sprint races in the right order, registered trademark, are here, and I love it. Now, I co-host a very successful Fall of One podcast, as well as this one. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't bother watching Friday practice anymore. And I've been watching F1 since 1989, you know. Ultimately, it's bound to fail, because as I've wanked on about loads, the F1 teams are run by joyless data balls who only want to try and run the race in the minimum and most boring as possible way. Whereas a good race needs fisticuffs and unreliability and fire, all the things that data nerds hate because they can't predict. But with a bit of luck and a wet Friday, the teams will be all over the place. A big-name driver will fuck it up on a Saturday, or at the very least, a really boring Saturday race means you won't have to even bother watching Sunday. Mm -hmm. Imagine that. On a Saturday afternoon, we go, well, that was dull. I can go out tomorrow. (laughs) It might backfire, (laughs) Formula One, by the way. This might mean that no one's going to watch the race on Sunday. But don't worry, I have a solution. So clearly, they haven't gone far enough. They never do. And I'm a firm favourite of them having zero practice sessions. The first time they check the car, even start, should be on the grid. And there should be all sorts of success ballast. But not in the form of weight, but a giant foam head like it's a knockout mucking up all the aero. Actually, why don't they just make Saturday a reboot of ITV's The Gladiators to decide the grid? That'd be amazing. Gladiator, ready. (gasps) Drivers, ready. That could be Ross Braun at the start. Yeah, um, and the drivers should all have gladiator names instead of their own names. No, no, the drivers are the no. The drivers have got their own names, and they're up against the. Gladiators. Oh, do they? Do the gladiators also have better F one cars? No, 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 no. We're doing the gladiators. Oh, so so there's no cars anymore. Lewis Hamilton has to stand on a podium with a big giant cotton bud <laughs> and <laughs> fight Wolf from Gladiator. <laughs> I mean, I think not even new gladiators. I was going to say, I think Wolf's probably in his seventies by now. Brilliant! I'm pretty. Sure, I would watch I'm Pretty that. sure Lewis Hamilton's got a black belt in something or other. So that would just be an absolute massacre. We'd just get to see Lewis Hamilton beat an old man to death on TV, which I think would get higher <laughs> ratings than qualifying. <laughs> that is it from us. It's goodbye to Phil Tromans. Goodbye. We haven't had time to talk about Bobby Unser, who admittedly was only in F1 for a very short period of time, but in the general motorsport context, bit of a legend. Won basically everything American. Drove all over the place. Good old age, 87, I think he was. Rest in peace. And to Terry Saunders. As ever, I don't have to prepare for this segment anymore because we're going to talk about what we haven't talked about, which is the newsletter. Oh, yes. Which didn't didn't go out this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a bank, bank holiday. holiday. <laughs> Except it's not a bank holiday in Germany, so I have no excuse. <laughs> I had to I see family. I, I didn't have time to do it. We'll be back next week to discuss the Spanish Grand Prix, which is in Spain. <laughs> In the meantime, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash for F1's sake and follow us on Twitter at for F1's sake. 
Terry, where can people buy merch? We also haven't had time to talk about the social media blackout that we've now done for two weeks. <laughs> One's because of racism and the other because of... Um, it's a bit busy. Um, you can buy merch at ff1s.com forward slash shop, shop, shop. Those new five t-shirt designs will be up next year. At some point this year. <laughs> I even started a dot with ideas on it. Yeah, I've been very busy. Should we I'm crowdsource? For, we can crowdsource I'm some ideas. I'm working for a startup, right? Startups mean I don't finish work till like oh, half seven. Do they design T-shirts? I actually have designed T-shirts. Just nick one of them. Stick our name on it. Okay, if you want a T-shirt for a startup delivery firm, brilliant. <laughs> that goes around Berlin. Yeah. Then. Thanks for listening. See you next week. I've been Chica Rares. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>